everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Jacob, what's going on, my friend? Uh, we're here for the, uh, I guess, the, the Canada episode. Yes. That we, last week we were in uh, the UK. <laughs> and this week we're terrible. in Canada. And I, don't, I can't do a Canadian accent unless I have to apologize for something. That's profoundly terrible. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody thought it was good. That was great. Um, okay, no, but for real, the album we're gonna be talking about, or the two albums we're gonna be talking today, um, are both from Canada. Eighty-eight Glam, the I, it's eighty-eight Glam two. I guess they right. had a first album, which we I guess didn't. Hear I listen. I listened to the first album. I just was not memorable to me because I did have this in my. Uh, it was in my uh, record rotation. Sorry, that's the FBI listening to my phone again. Um, we did have them in, I did have them in rotation for a little while, but, uh, I don't really remember any songs off the album. Mainly, I, I just didn't listen to it much, you know, it kind of slipped through the cracks, but I did, I do remember listening to it. Um, and then the other album is Nav's album, Bad Habit, uh, which, uh, by the way, interesting conversation. Can I give it one compliment? What's that? One of my favorite, uh, like fonts for an album. I thought it looked really cool. It reminded me of Kill Bill. That's it. Yeah. Very graphic novel looking. It's the last good thing you're going to hear from me. <laughs> if, if we offend any Canadian fans, we don't mean to. I hope that he's not like their like star. I hope to God that hey, like, hey Aubrey guys. would be y'all's idol, not Nav. Hey, great news. If you are a Nav fan, don't listen to the podcast. No, if you're a Nav fan, do listen to the podcast. <laughs> you may make it a few minutes. You'll, you'll at least get some hip-hop news. <laughs> Yeah, just just listen to the first half and then just cut it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would hope at a Canadian artist, maybe Drake would be a little bit Drake, higher than Drake, even Nav. Tory Lanez would be higher than Nav. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber Wasn't is the Alanis highest. Morissette Canadian too? I don't even know what you just said, dude. Alanis Morissette. She sang, uh, she was like this pop star. Um, let's let's see where Miss Morissette is from. I what, did it is she, what did she sing? Uh, one question at a time. Yes, Canadian singer. Um, we'll do a little fact checking since we're not big enough to be our own fact. We don't have a fact checker. Hey, if you guys want to be our fact checker, send in applications. Yeah. So let's see here. I know there's got to be something that you've heard. Um, maybe I, maybe there is. All right. Let's see. Apple top songs. New Apple credit card. Let us know if you guys got it or not. Right. At HLHPL. You ought to know. I ought to know it, you, but I don't. You, you ought to know. Kevin sang it in the office, like a cover of it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys couldn't... <laughs> you can tell we watched The Office just for that inflection of that song. You guys couldn't tell Jake's Jake's reaction right there, but it was... He did a whole shoulder roll with it. His breathing went up and down. It's, that's how that Kevin most, does it. You know, he's holding the mic and he says, You, you, you ought to know. I love that show. God, it's uh, such a good show. So yeah, so I would hope that the those three artists are a little bit higher than Nav on the list of best Canadian Cher, artists. Share, dude. Cher. What the fuck? Give Share her props. Would you believe in life after life? Celine Dion. What the fuck? Yeah, Celine bye, Dion. Part of me. It's not Share. Celine Dion. Okay. Okay. Bye, Nav. Damn. <laughs> I sang that beautiful rendition for nothing. Can you sing "My Heart Will Go On"? Nope. Not, not gonna try. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Was about to sing Whitney Houston. <laughs> wrong color, wrong country. <laughs> wrong. Fuck. Um, 
Before we get into uh, the the news and the albums, uh, you have your your fact. My fact is, um, I actually this is a little different kind of fact, but there is a technique for people called the Pomodoro technique. I guarantee. I hope that everybody gives this a shot, uh, where basically you focus on one task for twenty five minute increments, and you take a four minute rest after twenty five minutes. Go back four times, then you take a long rest, and then you start start over again after thirty minute rest. That's called edging. <laughs> Damn, I'm dude. so sorry. You meant twenty five seconds, dude, not twenty five minutes, son. Hey, you got that stamina, huh? What'd you know about? It? What'd you know about it? <laughs> Nothing. So, what, what like what kind of tasks are we talking about? Because I don't for, think that's gonna so fly at work. For me, for me, it was studying. For you, it could be, for example, writing. Writing, yeah. yeah. Reading. So imagine like reading 20, would be a good one. Yeah, like, if, for people, for people that don't who like to, read. to fucking read. Yeah, yeah. And I thought about doing that for. I did it for a test, man. My score jumped sixteen points. Damn. I jumped two, three letter grades from my last test. That's crazy. <laughs> and I, I studied, dude. And mind you, I also worked the entire weekend. Mm. That's crazy, bro. So try it out. Pomodoro technique for anything. Cleaning the house. Anybody who's maybe trying to start a podcast. Or maybe somebody who's writing. Maybe somebody who creates beats. Uh, rappers. Anybody. Yeah, that'd be crazy because you even if, when you take that break, you'd come back with maybe a different outlook. Also, I forgot to add that when you're working on said, said uh, assignment, you have a separate sheet of paper or a journal or something. And you write down what distracted you in that moment. That keeps you in the task and keeps you from making excuses. Gotcha. Uh, my, my fact is not as profound. It's, in fact, it's probably like the complete opposite of the spectrum. <laughs> Whale dicks are 50 feet long. <laughs> I, think, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't search facts like this. These are just the ones that catch my eye. Right. I'm just naturally You perverted. just naturally look at animals' dicks. That's not, <laughs> not my words. <laughs> A pig's orgasm can last 30 seconds. So he must have used the technique, and that's how he achieved that long. 30 seconds? I wouldn't know what to do. 30? <laughs> Poor guys. Oh. I'd be out. You'd start seizing. Yeah, foaming at the mouth. One time a girl gave me such good head that I fell asleep after. All right. I miss you. Shut up. I, hope, I think she still listens. Do I know this person? I I think you do. Okay, but I'm not gonna say your name on here. Well, I I appreciate that. But I I, I miss you and um, most others probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I appreciate her. Shout out. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna hit some quick news real quick. What did you think while we're being cringy and just talking about? Yeah, fuck yeah, you. Cardi. Let's talk about Cardi B and the the three year old Instagram thing that got brought up. <laughs> yes, yes. That she uh, apparently she knocks dudes out with drugs. And robs them for money. She used to. Allegedly, I don't know. I mean, she don't admitted to it Cardi on her B. face. So it could have yeah. been some kind yeah, of like don't weird sue us. Like ghetto flex. Yeah, I don't just know. don't sue us. <laughs> I don't think she cares. No, she's got the bag. Shout out to all our fans. Though. Did, she, did she fumble it? Did she fumble the bag? I think, I think this will hurt with maybe some endorsements. She, she's, a, she's a pop artist yeah. more so than anything. With, as far as rap goes... I mean, in music, I think she'll be fine. But when it comes to maybe like commercials, if she would have any music on commercials, she was in a that, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, that may that may be looked at twice now. Sure. Um, so that may hurt a little bit. But also, a lot fine. of a lot of guys were being very cringy, pointing out, "Oh, well, if a man did that, 
then it would be a, a lot bigger of a deal. It still is. I feel like it still is a big deal right yeah. now. I don't think she's getting slack for this. I, I mean, yeah, is it a lot creepier when a 250-pound man uses drugs on women half, you know, half his size? Yeah. Or is it more cringy for a woman who probably couldn't fight these men to use drugs to knock them out and steal money? Yeah. One is a lot scarier than the other. I'm sorry. I mean, it would suck if I got robbed by Cardi B, but... Well, this is... this is When I saw the headline, I was like, she did not just say that on Instagram Live today. I was like... Yeah, yeah I didn't realize it was a Who in the world video. would would say something about, like that in this climate and not think anybody would say anything? Dude, isn't that so creepy how something that she said in a live video in passing three years ago was grabbed? Saved until now and then mm-hmm. released. Yeah. How fucked up is that? Hey. Can you imagine the shit? I'm so glad I deleted all my social media from when I was in middle school and high school. Because I can't imagine some yeah, stupid I shit I said on there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in a job interview and like the, the interview. And they pull slide, that up. Yeah, slide a piece of paper across the desk and yeah. it's like some goblin bastard <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Rat, like bar quote. Yeah. Um, or something like that. Yeah. That wouldn't even get pulled up. No, probably not. But something like that. Like, that was yeah. kind of the humor that we were all right. into back then. So there was a lot of stuff yeah, that... Yeah, there was a lot of like fucked that. up humor that we were into. We still are. Yeah. But um, more so back then, we were like... It was, like, cool to be edgy, you know? Yeah. So that's so fucked up that somebody hey, did that to it's still her. cool to be edgy. Yeah, but not as cool. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll move on from Cardi B. Logic released his novel, Supermarket, as well as a soundtrack Surprise for the soundtrack, novel. Which, was, yeah. which we listened to the first first couple songs. Yeah, we previewed it a little bit. It was impressive, man. Uh, mean, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. Jake and I, Jake pointed out that it... The the track supermarket that was the sound that was the song right yeah kind of sounded like uh, I don't Oasis know song. oh it was um I think it was the it was one of the first two songs I don't I don't think it was was that Bohemian Trapsody maybe yeah I think it was Bohemian Trapsody but apparently- it did sound like that that vibe yeah. like them of mice and men a little bit yeah um, but he is very creative and he's very creative with music I didn't realize that he did so much uh, with actual like live music I think it was. Um, it was on one of the. I think it was one of the Rapture episodes. I saw he was working with like an orchestra for one of the yeah. latest albums. Um, so he is. He's pretty musically talented. I think it was for everybody. Yeah, and it may give the fans that are because right now he seems to be more like on the boom bap rap, focusing more like on the rap fans. Mm-hmm. So maybe this will be a lane where so he got some of those pop fans and the singing fans. He kind of have an album for them, and then. His Confessions of a Dangerous Mind album is supposed to be coming out, I think, in April. So he'll be able to appease both fans without getting contradicting claims or criticism for trying to appease both groups of people. Yeah. Maybe I think I think it's also just Logic is trying to put himself in the in the lane of somebody like a childish Gambino. Yeah, and to be fair, he has been talking about this since he came up. Like he talked about like I wanna have movies, I wanna be in movies. He's a very, very big Quentin Tarantino fan. Yeah. Absolutely, and maybe this is his first step going towards that. Uh, we, I'm ordering the book this week. Once we get it in, I told Jake maybe we'll review it. No, we uh, need to review it because yeah. I'm reading Charlemagne's book right now. I'm going to read both of his books. What's, his book? What's that book? Black Privilege. The Black Privilege is the book I'm reading now, and the other book I got on order is his newest album, Shook, or his newest book, Shook One. Right. Um, but yeah, maybe we can do it like a book. Hip hop book, review. yeah. Because we were, I was gonna buy soundtrack. He's gonna buy um, Shook one, and we, we were gonna kind of do a swap. 
maybe it'll be something that we'll talk about. I think it would be kind of fun. And, and lately, the albums have all been sounding the same lately. That's why, you, you see, right now we're not jumping to do this review, to be honest. Because no, I know me quick. and Jake, are, it's, it's going to be quick. really quick, man. Like, So maybe just t- getting a break from this trap sound will be kind of nice. Because I'm getting a smidge burnt out. Yeah, on trap for sure. Like, I don't give a... F- I don't. I just don't care about any of the new trap that's coming out right now. Minus, there were a few songs that I've pulled from each album, but it's, yeah, listen, it's a little bit too much of well, too much of a good thing. We're from the era where we bought albums, right? So when we bought an album and we felt like we couldn't listen to the whole album, we felt kind of upset. Like, damn, we just yeah. spent fifteen dollars. And I like four songs. Now, when you like four songs, you just throw them into a playlist or delete the rest of them like I did with More Life. Right. Just delete what you don't like, leave the rest on there. So it is, I guess, a little bit different. You, you can take the method of quality, or I mean quantity over quality a little bit because yeah. you know the fans are going to stream the songs they like and that's what you're going to get. They're not going to feel cheated like you said. Yeah. Uh, really, the only time a album is bad in the streaming era now is that maybe the artist doesn't hit the numbers that they thought he would. Right. Which now the numbers are laughable compared to the numbers that and even artists in two thousand sold. Even some artists that maybe shouldn't be making those numbers are making those numbers off of marketing. <laughs> so if you have a bad also, marketing, have you run heard of albums run? buying fake streams? Yeah. Have you seen there are there are basically places in Korea, uh, China, I know a lot of Asia, and even some in South America too, I believe, but there are basically these these huts filled with hundreds of phones on walls, and it's just people working them all day, either following people on on Instagram or watching videos on right. YouTube or streaming songs. And you can, you know, you pretty much just cheat the system. Yeah. Well, there's, um, I've heard of programs that can hack people's Twitters. And it will follow people, so you'll have an account that has a bunch of followers, but right. they're really like dummies or fake accounts or just people that don't even know they're following you. Yeah, it's it's very odd. Yeah, and there are they are talking about more uh, more boundaries being in place, I guess, for numbers right. based on you know streams and such like that. So we need to get off this topic, or we're going to be called like the Alex Jones of hip hop. <laughs> This has just become hooks, lines, and conspiracy. Lil Wayne's putting codeine in the river. <laughs> he's turning oh, Uzi gay. Oh, well, he's t- turning Uzi retired, which is on uh, our list to talk about. Let's let's talk about how Don Cannon and um, DJ Drama said DJ, he put the album out. Uzi can drop an album whenever he wants. I hope that's true. It, I, there's other issues at play, I think. Maybe Uzi's just protesting. Maybe. Um, so hopefully we'll see him. Um, the Lil Nas X song, Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. I got the horses in the back. Horse tag isn't. That's that song. Keep going. No, <laughs> we don't want to get a season assist. Because um, he doesn't have that many followers on Twitter, so he may come across this. Well, dude, don't, 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 uh, don't start anything. If you do, we'd love to have you. Um, <laughs> But he's got come a song. On, come on the show. He he had the the Old Town Road song, and it was actually on the country Billboard Top 100, and it got pulled because they said there wasn't. Was he country pissed off element. about that? I don't think so, because I know he was on Twitter. I I recently followed him and kind of just scrolled through to see yeah. what he was about. And like when it got added, he was like kind of tweeting about how cool it was. Okay, uh, but I don't think that's the sound for Is people. Is he a white guy? No, he's he's black. He is. I I've mm-hmm. never seen him. Um, 
for people that are kind of wondering, like I was, that's why I kind of went and followed him. Is I was curious, is this his sound? Like, is he going to come out as like a southern rapper? And when I mean southern, I mean like country, country. rapper. And then I was, I need to go look. And I looked, and he has a song on YouTube called Carry On. Uh, very good. Sampled well. That's one I played for you before we started. Okay. Um, he's got he, his, he's got a very good voice, and he does a very good job of mixing song and rap. Um, so hopefully we'll see some more of him. He got signed. Um, who was it? Sometimes when those dudes get signed, I'm like, you're just sealing your fate at that point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember who it was. A Look at name. Designer. Designer got signed. Forget about Designer. Forget about Designer. Before we started, we were looking through some stuff. We saw Doom and Mad Lib hint at a Mad Villainy follow-up. Mad Villainy 2. Are they going to call it Mad Villainy 2? Or do they just say it was going to be the follow-up to Mad Villainy? Maybe it's... That sounds corny for them. That's not creative enough for those two. So hopefully we'll see that. If you guys have not heard of Mad Villainy, which a lot of hip-hop fans haven't, Go check it out if you haven't. It's, uh, It's a blend of complicated lyrics, very dense... It has a lot of hip hop or um excuse me, comic book sampling yeah. in the beats. Madlib is is incredibly creative and weird, man. You there's so much to his sound. He also did an album with Freddie Gibbs called Pinata. Yeah. If he pulls the best out of the artists he works with. So Most definitely. If you guys haven't listened to those two albums, if you, go check yeah, them out. if you listen to Ife's album, mm-hmm. um he's a, he is he takes a lot he, from a lot from, from Mad, them. from Madlib. Mad um, yeah, if you liked anything out of his album, check Mad Villainy out. Yeah, uh, I think you'd like it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk UFC a little bit. Um, Connor announces retirement. He's not fucking retiring. Well, I saw the, like the right afterwards, a he bunch said, of people were talking about the sexual assault. Apparently, he got yeah. rearrested for questioning. So maybe he retired because there may be some credibility to that. Who knows? That's what that's what I drew from. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe he's just trying to get ahead of so, all this. But I'm not saying that. We don't. I, that. I think also it was because he wasn't getting. He was offered a co-main slot apparently, which if you guys don't know, a co-main event gets uh, unless it's a title fight, gets three rounds instead of five, right. which is a main event. And so there was rumors that it was that. He's also been talking about how he wants stock in. Uh, well, and it's in the company. And, well, and, and it's Connor. That, Who, and it's when Connor. would Connor ever do a, a co-main event? Yeah, at exactly. the level he's at now. Somebody said that, but I also believe that he's been on such a losing streak lately that it wouldn't be a bad idea for him to get like a tune-up fight. I don't think the man cares about fights. The man is there yeah. for the bag. I don't. I think he's kind of fallen off the deep end a little bit. Uh, well, based. Dana White. Dana White congratulated him and said, like, apparently Proper Twelve yeah. is doing really well. His other investments are doing really well. So maybe he just the, the UFC money. He yeah, saw man. what real money is. As far as that's being like a business real, owner. real money, dude. Yeah. He's so maybe he's just real money. Yeah, maybe it's not worth it. If he if he comes out, I think eventually he'll do what a fighter like Anderson Silva does. Maybe where they come only come out for super fights, or yeah. maybe he'll even be more like Floyd, where it's just gonna have to be for a bag, like yeah, a a cool hundred million, please. Yeah, like oh man, that's crazy. Think about that. You, I don't know. I know you don't follow baseball too much, but Mike Trout, Trout stupid money. Mike Trout just got like four hundred and thirty million dollars for twelve years. <laughs> And Connor or Floyd will go into a ring and make a hundred, and that money, Bryce or Mike Trout's earned over twelve years, and Connor and Floyd, Floyd. earned it in twelve yeah, in an twelve hour. boxing rounds. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's crazy. Unbelievable. Um, I would have liked to see him fight Diaz and Holloway. It was Holloway, it wasn't yeah. Holloway. Yeah. I said the same thing, yeah. yeah. I think Diaz, Diaz 3 sure. needs to happen. I think that would be something he would come out for. Yeah. That trilogy fight needs to happen. But now Diaz is wanting to fight Habib. Which Good luck. Would love to see that, but somebody was asking, I think maybe maybe it was Wade. Who was it? Maybe it was Wade or Jack. I don't remember. I love you guys. But uh, somebody was asking me who I think would win that fight. Habib. Habib, maybe. But uh, Diaz also has a great ground game. So who knows? I don't know. You saw my boy got slept on Saturday. Yeah, man. For those of you that uh, don't watch UFC or don't follow... My dad and I both know Stephen Thompson. Did you guys watch it? I, my dad was at his house. I don't know if he watched it or not. I watched it. And I you, you watched it too, a, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Stephen Thompson put on a clinic. He was just, I mean, it he was, was doing great in the first round. The first round, he was, he was beating the shit out of Pettis. And then Pettis, he, Thompson, the problem was when he was, as he's throwing kicks, he kept his hands down. And yeah. everybody tells you, when you're throwing a kick, keep your hand up to block if anything's coming. Because especially a spinning kick, which is what he kept throwing. And then Pettis just jumps off the the, the octagon and looks socks like a, him right with a like right uppercut, dude. It was crazy. A right uppercut. And the way he <laughs> went was... down was so fucked up, dude. Darren Till went down really bad recently yeah. too. Those were those are two of the most horrendous knockouts yeah. I have ever it seen. It was it was one of the ones where like when you see it frame by frame, like the punch connects, the head moves, and then the skin follows. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, which uh, I, I felt bad because that was kind of like the tune-up fight for him to like get back to chasing the welterweight belt. Yeah. Um, He's definitely dropping in the rankings for sure. I mean, yeah. he was number three ranked welterweight. Uh, Pettis is is definitely cracking the top ten right now. You got Masvidal, Jorge Masvidal's in in talks now because he beat Darren Till. Welterweight division is getting stacked, dude. Anthony Pettis moving in. It's a crazy. I mean, Kamara Usman now has the belt. Ben Askren's in there. They're trying. You know what happened? One fifty-five weight pound division got kind of stalled because Habib's out right now. Tony Ferguson has CTE. Did we talk about that? Mm-mm. Tony Ferguson, dude. He apparently is suffering from very bad head trauma because he was freaking out at his wife. Not he didn't know where he was. He was at his own house. He was going crazy, so you know yeah, he's not scary. fighting. Habib's out for a year. Connor's retiring, going through this case. So now 170's the division to watch. Yeah. Thank you for letting me rant about that. Holy nice. fuck. It's all right. I needed that. We need to do a UFC podcast now. <laughs> I don't watch it that heavily. Really, it was the like the relationship my dad had built with Steven that really kind of pulled me into watching yeah. it. Because um, your dad is friends with him, right? Yeah, I, I felt bad because... Like they were super cordial, like before the fight, like him and Pettis. Yeah, you could tell they were having fun with each other. Pettis felt bad, man. He went and checked on him after yeah. he knocked him into oblivion. Yeah, I mean, you, I think you could tell, like they were smiling, like you know, usually they'll taunt each other, and you can tell, like when it's like he real. gave him a high five after he missed that kick. Yeah, like you he can tell, like wow, like respect, because Anthony Pettis is not really known to to throw a kick, especially against a kickboxer like Steve yeah. Thompson, because that would have been an opportunity for him just to. Take his head off. And also, uh, this is his third loss in a row, man. Yeah. That's rough. Feel bad for me. All right. Uh, let's let's talk about some Canadian trappers. <laughs> Which one? Nav or 88 Glam first? Let's uh, let's do 88 Glam All right. first. Um, 
So I, I, I added this to my library. When you showed me the cover, I was like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I have that in my library. And I right. looked and I did. Um, I listened to it when it came out, and it, it was good enough to keep on my phone. I didn't delete it. Yeah. Did you have any songs that you were, like, coming back to or that made, like, mm -hmm. a impression at first? No. When when we listened through it, like, when you said, hey, let's do this one, and we listened yeah. to it, I, nothing really stood out as memorable to me. Right. What I noticed, I mean, I... The, my favorite songs off of it were definitely Lil Boat, um, GPS is crazy, um, Blue Faces is really good, Purple Baguettes. There's some there's some fun songs. Oh, Kawasaki's really fun too. So there are some fun songs on here. However, I, I would say that uh, they're definitely taking from contemporary artists yeah. right now. I mean, you you mentioned on one of the lines, I think, or one of the songs, I don't remember which one it was, when we, we listened to it before we it did GPS. the podcast, um, you were like, wow, that's a big weekend ref or big right. we weekend nod, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, which, that one, I, I told you when I said it, I was like, nah, I don't feel too weird about that one because they are mm -hmm. on the same label, I, either on uh, the weekend's label, so it wasn't that, that big of a bite for me, but they do take a lot from modern artists. A lot from uh, the weekend. Swaley. So we did hear some Swaley in there, and I I hear a lot of Lil Uzi. Um, yeah, a lot of Lil Uzi. I think it's with like the high like upward voice inflection, like nasally, mm -hmm. almost more nasally. Which the reason why because not a lot of people can do what Uzi does. I mean, Trippy Red is a little is not quite that. He's more on the you know screaming side. Uzi's just nasally, and. Um, who was the singer again? Because we said Derek was more of the baritone. Right. I just can't remember the other dude. 88 Camino yes, is what he called himself. 88 Camino. Um, yeah, he sounds a lot like Uzi. Yeah. One of the songs, it may have been GPS, there was a little like singing rift, and I said it sounded like T-Pain and ruined the song for Hakeem over yeah. here. Um, which I do have, I mean, that's what you get when you use all autotune. If you use a basic version or a, an unmodified version of autotune, you'll have that. Um I like Purple Baguettes. The Lil Boat song was good. The It's a Flex song with Nav. Nav just sounded so much like 88 Camino. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of indiscernible as to who was who. Mm -hmm. Kitchen Witch was really good. Um, it had a kind of like a disorienting uh, beat to it. Yeah. I mean, if you like the, the modern music that's coming out now, like if you like Nav, I mean, even, even I mean, any of the trap John, if you if you enjoy if that you music, like more, you'll get something out of this. If sure. you enjoy more of like the nocturnal sounding rap, uh, artists like Dunna, especially, I think if you like Drip or Drown, too, if you enjoy artists uh, on the EXO or on um, OVO's label as well, um, even if you enjoy artists like Black, I think you could find something too. Yeah, I mean, we both found stuff that we liked. Yeah, I mean, I, w I wouldn't say this is something like these. I wouldn't go back to all of this. I'll add a few of these songs, probably two. Yeah, to my uh, heavy rotation 2019. Even, even that, I might have to let them play a little bit more. Um, Wade sent me this album too. He was asking me if we had listened to it, um, and we were event originally going to talk about Rich the Kid's album, but you and I both agreed that pretty much that album was average. Yeah, and we've been on this little trend of like themes. So mm -hmm. you were like, this could be the yeah, like EXO theme, EXO theme, or the yeah. Canada yeah. episode. Um, which, if we like, we said at the beginning, if we did a Canada episode about rap, it would be Drake and Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Can Drake and do Justin remember, Bieber do you drop remember the, the uh, Chris Brown 
mixtape that had the Justin Bieber feature with him rapping. Yeah, it's so good. It yeah. was um, it was a remix to one of his popular songs. Yeah. Oh, what is that? He was crazy now. good. That's Dat Piff days. Yes. Shout out, if, if you listen to Dat Piff, if you listen to anything on Dat Piff, dude, please let us know. No, and I feel old as fuck for saying that I listen to Dat Piff. I still use Dat Piff. Dat I do Piff too. Really for a couple of stuff, mainly days for before Rodeo, Owl <laughs> Pharaoh, uh, some of the Drought, some yeah. of the Dedication. Yeah, the X fun. X. They have all his mixtapes on there. Do they? Yeah, they did that for Mac Miller too. I listened to some of Mac New Faces V two. Featuring Earl. I know. The only thing I don't like is he reused like a a nine year old line. Um, But who gives a fuck, dude? Because it's Earl. When I went back and listened to that, I was like, "What the hell?" He said this on "I Don't Like Shit." Did Big Sean recycle a a verse on uh, Rich the Kids album? I don't think so. That ver that verse sounded so familiar. I don't but know why. He, I know he did just release a little snippet. Maybe on Instagram it was from if that. You've, if you've seen that, uh, maybe um, it was from Rich the Kid's uh, album. Yeah. But no, if, if you if you like the modern sound, you'll find something out of this for sure. You'll find something if you're in if you're in a mood if you want to get if you want to get in your vibe and listen to something to put on in the background when you're getting high with your friends or something. This would be good to put on. Um, if you're hotboxing a car, this would be good to put on. We don't condone. I condone it all. I condone it, cosign it, whatever. <laughs> Run test for Hakeem. It's <laughs> lines in hip hop. Uh, we HR do drug tests about to come yeah. in here. Yeah, fuck, dude. I'm losing my job, guys. Yeah. Um, no, right. I'm, I'm just. It's lit. Yeah, dude. I'm kidding. But yeah, kind of. Uh, anyway, like, it'd be like this. <laughs> So, oh. so, what what kind of features? Because I mean, they only cosigns they really had were people from their label, and then Gunna. Which at this time in 2018, Gunna was still coming up. So I think he probably said, "Okay, I'll just I'm trying to get my name out there." Mm-hmm. But what are some what are some features that you think would be be good? good. In this? I would I would like to hear Weekend for sure. Obviously on here, I wouldn't mind hearing uh, somebody like Black on something like. Um, maybe like Blue Faces or Purple Baguette, something, just somebody with a little bit more of an R&B vibe. If they would slow it down a little bit, or maybe if Derek just did a song with right. an artist, and then Eddie Eight Camino did a song with an artist, that yeah. would be kind of cool. I I think uh, a Young Thug feature with them would be yeah, quite wild. Young Thug too. Again, like you're saying, modern artists. I mean, it's not it's not that the problem too is this out this sound now. There's a formula to it, you know. Right. There's a formula to a successful trap song, so you can put anybody in that formula. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure with with the connections with the weekend, even a Drake feature on one of these, like any of the other artists, Drake we'll has done up. a feature with. But, but but what's the common theme there, though? Do we talk about them after the Drake feature? <clears throat> who knows? Only what does he week, do with them? The only person who makes it past the Drake feature is Party Next Door. Roy Woods. Do you listen to Roy Woods? Nope. You sure don't, but he's pretty good. Do you listen to... Well, Division, too. Division, I guess, kind of has a following. Tabitha likes Division. Yeah, I'm, and they are they are a great uh, modern R&B duo, who I think the 88 Glam is kind of kind of similar to that as well. I would we say I relate that. more to 88 Glam just because that's Division. more in the avenue of music that I listen to. Right. It, Division is much more R&B than they are. Because I'm, I'm an odd hip-hop fan. Like, I'm not a huge R&B fan. Right. But... Right. I yeah, like, you are. I like rock and metal. So it's it's I'm not, it's not like a symbiotic thing for me. For me, and I think that that proves that 
I mean, we're both we've both been fans of hip hop for a hip hop for a long time. However, I am definitely traditional in the sense that I I enjoyed hip hop and then I immediately looked into R&B and I enjoy a lot of R&B artists. Oh, I mean, I enjoy out. it. It's just, I don't have like a deep background. But it, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I like like old R&B. Like, God, what is his name? I don't obviously don't like it that much. <laughs> Let's stay together. What is his name? Al Green. Al Green. Al Green okay. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I had to get. My, yeah. I had to get once you started. get the first one, it starts rolling. Right. But music like that, um, like old old R&B, yeah. I like like Motown. But you're not the listening drifters. to like some '90s R&B. Not as much. Not, not as yeah. much. Boys to Men. Not right. not as much. Not some, new edition. Not some Kelly. We can't. We don't speak on him. He's in the he's, closet. He's canceled. <laughs> Um, no, I mean it's just I don't fight know. for my life. <laughs> that needs to be an addition to the soundboard. Yeah. For you. Um, any other artists you think you'd want to see with them? Not at all. How how Gucci? How, how can <laughs> Gucci Mane collaborate with me if I had enough money? Free okay. band, young man. <laughs> he looks like he'd call you young man after he love quoted Gucci. you on a price. Oh. Three <laughs> three bands, young man. And then um, he just folds his arm. How disorienting would a Ray Schremmerd feature be? You wouldn't uh, know who, who was talking. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Sway Lee can always out-sing out anybody. Out-auto-tune anybody. Yeah. <laughs> she ride me like a cruise. <laughs> Which is the worst line I don't know why time. he's not a solo artist at this point. <laughs> Slim Jimmy doesn't do Jack. Slim Jimmy's, uh, his, his part of the album was pretty good, though. He has that Ben's Truck song. All right. And plays at, like, NBA games. Oh, they're still... Don't don't hate on Slim Jim. I will I'll not tolerate that on HLH, dude. I'm not, I'm not dude, slandering. Don't, don't slander I just think they Jimmy. would be better separate. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I was respectful. It just saying. You were saying, like, like no, I never heard of him. Like, no, I'm mean, just saying, like, what, but what does he do for that group? It's not as... He, he provides the bars and the energy, dude. Not most ours. people when they think of Ray Shremmett are thinking like just of the high pitched vocals, and that's just not him. Shout out to Sway Lee. Needs to find his lane. Sway Lee, come to the show. That'd yeah. be amazing, dude. I'd I hope he brings his monkey. He's yeah, got a pet dude. monkey. Yeah. I, I hope no one. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh my god. <laughs> no. He's being yeah. racist. No, no he, has he has a, a pet. It's not a couple It's cute, monkey. dude. It's cute. You wouldn't have I a pet monkey? Fuck no. Those things are mean. Nah, dude. I thought about owning an orangutan. And I was looking at it, and I was like, "Dude, they're they're really cute. Apparently, they don't they don't they're not gonna rip your face off like uh, chimpanzees." I just I don't. That's a real wild animal. I feel like that is not, they have not yeah. been bred to domestication. Also, yet. like, can you imagine like a single guy who has? A, oh, there's a single yeah, guy with Ross, a pet chim- Ross. If you've seen Friends, right? Ross right. had a monkey. But we're not and he was single about for a while. Friends, dude. I'm just telling you, you, the person that would own a monkey <laughs> and was single would be it's like Ross. Oh yeah, really clingy and depressing. Maybe I mean I, I'm. You're just picking one. Can you give me a Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> please? <laughs> Don't even know which was the soundboard noise. <laughs> Fuck, dude. All right, so what would you rate this? <laughs> a real, a, like a five. Okay, that's respectable. I was gonna say because just because I'm it's not. It's not memorable. No. Except for GPS, that song's hard as fuck. That's it. I, I really like Kitchen Witch. You can go back and listen to that one. Yeah. Um, I'd give it a five. 
I really just don't care for the sound as much. And sometimes it's just oversaturated. It, it and the one the, the music really that is. stands out has it's unique. You're not, not making Astro World here, you know? Yeah. That's what that's the level you need to be making of trap music yeah. now. You need to be making like a Jeffrey Barter uh, Six Astro World, Barter Six, uh Dirty Sprite Two. You need to make something with impact. And in trap music, if your music is not impactful, a love is rage two. If your music is not impactful, then you're you're just not gonna be yeah. remembered. There's, a, there's a difference in being unique and having a gimmick. Right. Like the Lil Pumps, I think Lil Pump is a gimmick. a gimmick. Yes. D- does he still have his place in music? Yes. He's he's kind of that borderline between. But when Six Nine was here, he was kind of like Lil Pump can't compete with Six Nine, dude. No. Uh, Six Nine buys into it. his shtick is more entertaining. Because yeah. I don't know if it's a shtick. I think he's legit insane. Um, oh, he's most definitely right. a crazy person. Right. So what I'm saying would, and that's that's not a knock on 88 Glam. There was a lot of uniqueness in regards to their delivery, in regards to I like Derek's vocals a lot, especially. I, I, uh, however, I just I think it's just it's passable. There there are moments where it's above average, but overall it's just very plain it's kind of playing it safe at times and it's not anything that you can overtly hate or overtly love and if you do overtly love it i'd love for you to explain to me what it is because i'm just not hearing anything to like cling to but it's something that i will listen to you know yeah i mean i'm just not a hyper fan of it that's what i'm not that's what i'm saying yeah i'm not either and you're right you do have to have an album at a certain caliber i think to make a lasting impression in, in trap. trap because you, every day there's somebody new. Yeah, L- legitimately every day for like a week. I think there was about four or five rap albums coming out in a day. Yeah, can you imagine? It was a big deal, guys, when when uh, Mac Miller, Kanye, and J Cole dropped on the same day. Yeah, that was three albums, and and that was a that was a deal. That was like an ordeal. Like people were like, I don't have an I don't have enough money to listen to all and, three. And all three of those. Are, still have a lasting impact. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Watching movies with the sound off. I mean, it's a little Jesus. different lane because I think the fans, like the, the stands of that type of hip-hop, are looking at more elements than... Quality the, of yeah, the album. Well, they're looking from... I think with this, you're just looking at a sound with trap. Yeah. But with it's stuff like, like J. Cole, people actually analyze it and they're like, people like J. Cole. Yeah. What's J. Cole's album? Drop? People like J. Cole because he's relatable and his music is relatable. Mm-hmm. So people are going to look at more aspects outside of the music too. And those artists realize that and have to utilize that. And that's a huge issue with this album. Oh, okay. For me, the, al- the music that I love is either music that challenges my views um, Something that is really hype and something that I can genuinely get down with the sound with, or it has really, you know, just some good lyrics. Right. But for me, for this one, it's it's not hype enough for me to get excited about. There's not really any crazy lyrics on it. No, not that, not that it stood out. And to there's, me, there, you know, it's just, and it's not, I'm not attracted to these artists' uh, story or their gimmick. You know, there's nothing really hooking me. Right. And it may be because they're not as big is maybe like maybe they have not reached their potential as far as how big they can be right and sometimes i worry that smaller artists on a big album on a big record label do get shelved and under promoted and oh, for I, sure. I hope that these guys come out with something a little bit more substantial 
in the future. Something maybe where either the sound is different or maybe some more features would be interesting too. Um, yeah, and I think that may be a cosine issue. Sure. Maybe so. Also because, a budget issue because it's expensive to get other people on your songs. Yeah, and I mean look at the lane like look at the lane of fans the people that the weekend are or the weekend is talking to or people are subscribing to the weekend may not be a fan of this sound because yeah. he is a worldwide pop star. Yeah. And Starboy was more of a pop album. Right. And it and was he, much less of Beauty Behind the Mattis was even more so I say original or true to his original sound. The people in the pop lane that are equal with Weekend would not be like Weekend's not going to say, "Hey man, get on my he get on my two rapper." He may, he might. You know, we don't know that. We don't know that. But shout out, shout out to eighty eight Glam. And if you guys like this album, let us know why. Let us know if you hate us for what we said, or if you love us for what we said. Um, at HLHPL. Don't be too harsh, or you'll get blocked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I won't read it, so... Yeah, well, Jake he, will show he me... He does not know about Twitter. <laughs> Jake, will, Jake will let me know, like, oh, that was fucked up. <laughs> he might let me read it if it's fucked up enough. Oh, wow. if, if you want to say something bad, say it. You got the right to say it. Yeah, it's fine. We love it. Yeah. All right, All right when we come back, we're going to talk about Nav. It should be fun. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. Don't forget that we are on Twitter at HLHPO. Follow us. Tweet us your comments, positive feedback, negative feedback. Tell us we're ugly. We don't care. We want to hear it. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. What you rocking? Vapor Max's gang. I saw when he came in. I was in Charlotte this past weekend to see uh, Travis um, and Sheck West. Sorry, guys, I'm squeaking like a mug. Yeah, we. I can get the KY jelly. <laughs> God dang. Uh, but anyway, on our way to Charlotte, uh, there's an outlet store about halfway. Gaffney. Gaffney um, and they have a Nike outlet there and an Adidas outlet. And at the Adidas outlet, I, I almost got them, but I just think they're a hideous shoe. The VaporMax 95s, you know which one I'm talking about with 95 yeah, upper? right. Hideous. Yeah. I almost got them because they were pretty popular when they came out. It was just I don't think they're hideous. I think I like the VaporMax bottom because I will say whenever I wear this shoe, there's two reactions. Um, I love it or that's the ugliest shoe I've ever seen. Yeah. Like somebody really thought was like, you bought that like on purpose? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I think I said that to you the first time. I was like, bro, you didn't buy those. No, you, you hated on the 97s, too. Yeah, I like said, the 97s. Bro, those, no. You were like, they oh, look 97. like Ross shoes when I first saw them. <laughs> those haven't grown on me. Yeah. Some people say this looks like, like a cleat. I like the bottoms. And I tried on a pair of LeBrons at the Nike outlet, and they right. were so comfortable. I like the way the bottoms feel. Yeah. But I just I don't like the basketball. I'm not a big LeBron James Fan like I I'm not no I, I like, like him as a player I'm not a fan of his shoes I like the much. old ones but the basketball shoe profile doesn't look good I mean like the Jordan one like some of the everybody Jordans, can wear like, Jordan one yeah because it's like an Air Max you know yeah um so I, I almost got those I didn't get anything from the Nike outlet there was nothing good enough to buy um, uh, outlet stores are kind of hit or miss but I said you know what let's walk across the street to Adidas and see what they got walk in they had the multicolored Ultra Boost that you said one eighty yeah. For like, I think they were like a hundred and forty something plus forty percent off. So they already had the outlet discount and then the forty percent off. So I got a pair of those and 
They're the best shoe. Yes, they're so comfortable. Yeah. I don't think they're that good looking. Like, I don't think they're that great looking of a shoe. I love Like, them. on feet. Yeah. When they're off feet, they're so bad looking. Yeah. But then you put them on, and it may be just because I have a wider foot and it is a narrow shoe. Yeah. Um, but it, it is the most comfortable shoe. That one, and I have a pair of the Adidas I-5923s. Mm. It's an all boost lower. Right. So there's nothing but boost on the boost bottom. Is, like, boost is great. The problem with boost is it's kind of like having like a tempur mattress where after you've had it for long enough, eventually, dude, it just it wears. Yeah. You know? I've had some boost. I think I've my oldest pair is probably two years old right now, and it's still got some yeah. some cushion to it, you know? Well, I've got to the point where I try to, like, pick up... I'm not, like, getting too much into the exclusive shoes anymore. Like, I mean, I got the Yeezys because I just had the opportunity to get them. Right. But I'm just trying to pick up some shoes that I like and have a decent amount. That way you can wear them more. Sure. And you don't wear them out. Yeah. And you still have... I mean, and a lot of times you'll have a shoe... Nice. A lot of times you'll have a shoe that you think looks really good, like... And you're just like, I'm going to put this on ice for a while. And then people will forget about it. And then you pull them back out. And yep. people are like, damn, are those new? And you're like, nope. Yeah. So I, that, that's all real fashion I picked up. This, I, I, got a, I did get a cool Travis uh, yeah, sweatshirt. Yeah, that sweatshirt is crazy. Uh-huh. He went to see Travis Scott in concert. It was wild. I've you, seen him before. That's your second time. Tour. Tour. Yeah, but this was, was it better this time? Um, I mean, the his his vocals in the performance, like just the music, uh-huh. was the same. I mean, he's and even if you watch old videos, he still was that crazy. Even when right. he was nobody, he yeah. was going wild on stage. Yeah. But now he's got the money to put into the actual like performance and the visuals at the concert, and I'm telling you, it was incredible. Yeah. I saw it was funny when I was walking out. I heard one of the ladies say something like. He really is a rock star, but she was like fifty something, and right. she was one of like the event staff workers that mm. were like showing you to your seats. And I was like, "Wow, that really shows you." Because I'm thinking to myself, "This lady probably does not identify with anything about him." Um, but I mean, that's his just energy how, and the way he intense. performs. Yes, I mean, it was a sold out show. Because you got to be honest, man. Like you, and I love Earl. He's my favorite rapper of all time, honestly, of all time. But when you go to his shows. He's just rapping it's, with the mic. He's not going crazy. Yeah. You were going crazy vibe. because we're super fans of him, you know? Like, especially me, man. Like, that album, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. I'm so happy I experienced that live because that album has, like, profound effects on me even to this day. And I've never identified with an album more than I have that one, you know? And it's gotten me through some really hard times. That one and Man on the Moon Part 2 just are albums yeah, that will stay with like me for the rest of my life. From 17. Um... But yeah, it's just it was insane to see a sold out venue, and it was where yeah. it's where the Hornets plays. I mean, it's a NBA sized arena. Yeah, I mean, it was incredible. that's what I meant. His energy yeah. is just it's out just of this it's world. different. You can you can be a diehard Travis fan or just a moderate fan. And you'll love it, and you will enjoy every minute of his concerts because he's a performer. Yeah, and he did. I mean, Astro World, if everybody knows, was a real theme park. He actually had like a little like miniature roller coaster type thing that he was letting fans ride on. That's awesome. Um, Him and Young Thug toured together back in 2014, dude. That would have been wild. Can you imagine it now? Oh if well, they did I've seen now. Young Thug live. Young Thug could not be on a tour of that monument <laughs> right. because he stays too fucked up. He just doesn't care about his live shows, probably. Like I think he seems more like a yeah. He's more about the streaming. And he, yeah, he, I think he's he more just of a, like a pariah stage. and like enigma of a person. Right. And I think he he just plays off of that. Yeah. Um, 
The only other thing, fashion-wise... Wait, um, but Jake, did you tell the story about how apparently Young Thug, like, somebody was holding up note cards to let him know what song oh, he was singing? yeah, when I saw him on <laughs> Jake Cole's tour, he, it wasn't note cards, but they had a piece of paper taped to the stage, and at the end of his songs, he it was it was not even discreet. He would just walk over, like, squat down, look at it, and then the next song would start. You know what that reminds me of? Like, when you used to have to do, like, a book report in school, and you'd have to you do it to without... You 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 have to do it without any notes and then the teacher goes but you can walk over to your notes if you need to and he's that student who did not even give a fuck about the presentation just goes and then yeah walks over and comes back yeah he's i don't i don't think that he could like you have to love performing to be on a level that astro astro world tour kendrick and travis an example of an artist who who takes his shit seriously too yeah I think like Astro World is going to end up being rated up there with one of the best tours cross genres because of how I mean literally every show was sold out on two legs. Yeah. And the world tour is sold out. That's awesome. Shout out to Travis Scott. He's killing it. Man. Yeah. The last thing for fashion, uh, Travis Scott come on the show. Obviously. Yeah, that would that would never happen. And that would be a boring interview. That man gives shit interviews. <laughs> no, dude. No, dude. We'd get the good. Have you heard that one he did with that French? Uh, YouTuber, mm-hmm. French, well, it was a French magazine. Oh. Um, but Young Thug did an interview there too, and it was actually really good. Mm. What I, are you looking at? Okay, so. These KDs? You're you're kind of intrigued, aren't you? Slime. So. It reminds me of like slime. Yeah, okay, so from the back? What? Like the. The night. Oh, right it looks there. like Nickelodeon. That That's a bad looking shoe. It kind of follows the profile of like a blazer oh. or a Jordan 1 or yeah, an Air Force I can 1. See like a the front is just too basketball looking. But the construction, it's this is on sneakers, so it's an exclusive drop. It's not something that it's you're going to see it like, hey, but I would, dude, I would wear that. It's I just too much. It. It's just I'd, too much of a basketball I'd shoe. I'd buy but, it. Yeah, it's a bad looking shoe. It's called the 90s kid. Yeah, because it looks like Nickelodeon. Yeah, in the back, like you remember those like athletic shorts. Mm-hmm. Almost like the pattern that was on white water cups. The Taco that? Bell. Yes. Cup? Yep. So it looks very similar to that. Um, I, I, I put notifications on, but I don't know if I'll get them when they come up. Um, so what are you? What are you rocking? I know you said the Vapor Maxes. Same shit, different day, son. Oh, also th- this Nirvana hat that you bought me. This has been five black shit, dude. I've been rocking that. So I got on a black Hakeem, team. Hakeem just looks like a buff Arabic Simon Cowell. <laughs> And I'm. Dude, I appreciate I've, that. I've got on got denim a, and that a, PlayStation and a faded my PlayStation favorite. tee, Japanese tee. Shout out to Shout out GameStop. Forever 21. No, GameStop. I have oh. a I have a black one. Oh, you got an OG Game Gear? Yeah, that's what you're wearing. OG, OG Game, Game, Game Gear, right? That's now, right, dude. That yeah. shit's fucking crazy. We don't play with when it comes to the fashion. We both own PlayStation Minis. Yep. Not that good, right? I haven't really given it that much play, so I can't. I can't. Mine's still it. in the box. My, I, I liked. I played. Um, I got the SNES mini. Dude, I need Six. to bring that shit. Yeah, I played that one. As Have well. you played that one? But no, I've got. We uh, need to do like a retro game night or some shit. Oh yeah, I'm wearing denim, the the faded PlayStation T, and I wore the Ultra Boost today. I love the Ultra Boost, man. It's one of my favorite shoes. I I bought the Uncaged one, so they have like the they, sock. they're more like a sock, but yeah. that shit. With my feet being as flat as they are, that was moy mall for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was like, who, who put that pancake in an Ultra Boost? <laughs> who put that pita bread in an Ultra Jesus. Boost with toes in it? <laughs> All right, let's talk about Nav. A, Throw some a tahini bit. sauce on that Ultra Boost. All right, mm. All right so Nav, let's, let's hear it. Speaking of brown boys. All right. <laughs> That's what he calls himself. I know. 
Brown Boy, because he got in trouble for saying the N-word on his first album. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was like a little controversy about Nav was that he was using the N-word. And it's also, the part of Canada he's from is predominantly black, so we've heard this excuse before. Uh, My friends are black. (laughs) How you know my mom's not black? Well, they always just say, like, that was just what we said in our neighborhood. But... It didn't fly, and he hasn't used it since. So that's that's another positive. Okay, so you've, you've we've said two things positive about Nav. The way this album starts was pretty good. If if the the Tur- if wait, track just, one, just play like the beat for a second. Just play that. Imagine it wasn't on a Nav song. I'm gonna yeah. keep talking over it. Just play it a little bit. Yeah. So let's let's listen to the hook here. Boring. Yeah, boring and very uh, Travis Scott. Yeah. Yeah. With you, butterfly effect, right? Yeah, butterfly hey, we're effect. not on YouTube anymore, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, right? we're on iTunes. This is on iTunes. We're on iTunes. So we're not going to get pulled for this, I don't think, no. right? Yeah, so uh, just play it a little bit. It very, that was, uh, Jake pointed it out. I knew it was, I said Travis Scott on my Snapchat. But it really is just you, straight up butterfly effect. I'll tell you how authentic that thought is in my mind. I woke up, I saw this album. Something else came out the same day that I saw. That's what I was looking at. Okay. Um, and I, start, I was okay, let's just quick preview this. I was literally taking a shit on my bath, like in my bathroom. <laughs> Swear to God, and I was like, and I had to sing the, the line from Butterfly Effect. I was like, "What song is that?" Yeah, and then I was like, "Holy shit, it's Butterfly Effect." This life I cannot change. Yeah, yeah very much, very much. Take so. it to my grave. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm, I'm not, I don't think either of us have ever been fans of Nav, and we've been outspoken about no, not being I've fans been, of Nav. I straight up fought somebody on Twitter. This is why I don't have a Twitter anymore, guys. But uh, shout out to my friend Abu. Um, I uh, he he's a Nav fan, and I kind of just told him. I said, "What the fuck are you oh, a the, fan what was of?" His name Abu. Oh, I thought you said Naboo. I was no. like, Abu. That's a Star Wars real fan. <laughs> I mean, Naboo. If his parents named, named him Naboo. Naboo. No, but. I said, what the fuck are you a fan of? Like, there's... It, to me, Nav is... He, that's, he's, that's a loaded argument. Tell me why you like Nav. Why? Tell me why. Um, he's not doing anything... Like, this is... We keep saying this, guys. He's not doing anything special. This guy's not doing anything special. That guy's not doing anything special. So this is what's kind of killing me about a lot of trap in general. Not only are you not doing anything special... The thing about trap music is you're supposed to not give a fuck. So after hearing 5,000 artists not give a fuck the same exact way by taking a lot of pills, drinking a lot of drink, and getting or fucked portraying up, that. Or portraying that. That's what I'm saying. Like They're portraying the same image. You're, you've showed this to me 30,000 times in the past four years. Yep. I promise you I've listened to more trap music than a lot of fucking people. And... It's just the same thing over and over and over again. I'm getting fatigued. I'm getting fatigued from Nav because Nav is a robot. Nav sounds like a computer program. Yeah. Nav just sounds like like you could make Nav on GarageBand. Yeah, it's not it's not natural. He's also he has no passion in what he's saying. There's not even there are moments where Young Thug, (laughs) even when he's talking about fucking his aunt because she was rich and had blonde hair on this album. Yeah, that's a real fucking line. If you guys didn't hear it. Can we find that? Um, yeah, if you could tell me the... 
It's Tussin. Alright, I'll find it. I, Keep talking, I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. But, but there that line he says he he's more entertaining in that song than Nav could ever dream to be. Everybody on this album, Meek Mill, as boring and generic as I think Meek Mill is, he does more on this album than Nav could ever dream of as an artist, as a rapper, as frankly anything. I don't even know what beats Nav produced to, to make a memorable producer even. Yeah. So he he seemed, very much seems like an industry plant. So, like what did you do to get here, dude? Like all of a sudden you're I mean even some people you could say like yeah you can find old videos and stuff of them. There's one old interview of Nav where he's in like this house in Canada and he's getting interviewed about being a producer. And and even that it's like that's so planted in there. Why is there only one interview that you've ever done? Yeah. You didn't grind to get here. So one day Nav was featured on Travis Scott album and yeah. all of a sudden I had to give a fuck about him. That's literally my introduction to Nav. Well, I mean, look at it from this. We've already talked about designer on this, but look, Kanye co-signs for designer gets a hot feature for two songs. Mm-hmm. And now what have you heard from but, him? That's been, but that's the difference. So Nav has four albums. What the fuck? Who's listening? I'm confused, dude, because everybody, all my friends who have asked me about this album, if we were going to review this album, what I think of this album, also hate Nav. Yeah. Like, they're asking me because they know it's going to be funny, you know? Like, who is it? Who is the... Where are the fans? I'm confused. Where are the fans? I don't know. I mean, maybe they're making some money off of streams. Maybe, I mean, you, you sort of, it, it's weakened and watered down the genre. Was streaming. Yeah. Also, Nav, he apparently he admitted that Reckless was a dud. Oh, uh, dude. Can you admit the other five are duds too? You or? liked Perfect Timing, didn't you? I enjoyed Perfect Timing. But that was also because uh, Metro Boomin's production on that is just phenomenal. <laughs> Hold up. I forgot that Metro Boomin was even a part of that. Yeah. So you're going to tell me you're a producer and a rapper, but you're not going to produce. You're going to get another producer yeah. to produce for you. I don't, I don't even know what he's produced. You know what, man? All right, fuck it. I did enjoy Perfect Timing. But that was really, again, for the beats. Also, the the songs, the hooks were catchy enough. And the, the features on here were actually memorable. But the features on, on, um, on Bad Habits are not even memorable. Price on My Head is the only one, and it's kind of obnoxious. Price on my head, yeah. got a price on my head. I... I didn't even know he had four albums. He puts out a fuckload of music, dude. I didn't even know when you said Reckless. That's what made me go look. Yeah, I've never even heard of this. But this one came out last year. It was a lot worse than this one. I'll give him. But it's just comparing like dog shit to horse shit. It's a little small. They both stink. Yeah, but one's a little le- like I'd be less bummed out if I stepped in dog shit than I did horse shit. Reckless is horse shit. I can understand that. And Bad Habits is bear shit. At least the cover art. I like the cover art on this one the best out of all of them. Yeah. No, it's not bear shit. Bear shit. I've is, never seen a bear. Maybe Reckless is bear shit. I've ne- never seen a bear or its excrement. I'm just... Well, I mean, I've watched hunting shows and they show bear shit. I'm intrigued <laughs> that you like a hunt... That you watch hunting shows. There's that show Meat Eater on oh. Netflix. Have you seen it? No. 
badass, dude. The very premise of like a TV show while hunting just seems backwards to me. So you're already trying to sneak yourself right. through the woods and not make noise, <laughs> and now you're gonna take a camera crew with you and not make noise. And it was it's quite impressive what they get though. Um, there there was the only highlight was again the beginning of this album. I mean, to my grave is catchy. I'll say that it. it is a good song. Yeah. As far as the sound, it, again, it's just. But it's 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 like it's a direct bite. But Jake, it's also like it's programmed to work. You know what I mean? Like it sounds like it's an instrument. It sounds like, he's like yeah, using he, an instrument. He just sounds like a computer program. Like uh, what are trap rappers talking about nowadays? Robotasen, got it. <laughs> Bitches, got it. Expensive cars, got it. Shoes. I fucked garbage. I did it. Hang on. I just need to hear one nav verse, and let me see if I can rap it like him. Cover my back, dog. Cover my back, dog. Cover my back. <laughs> SpongeBob's <laughs> wife. What was SpongeBob's wife's name? You know what I'm talking about. Or not SpongeBob, Plankton. That's Plankton's what I'm yeah, Plankton. Karen. Yeah. That's Karen, dude. Nav is Karen. To my grave, you, you know. Like, like you said, you've got to do something unique with it. Like T Pain obviously was very programmed sounding, but he was doing something completely T-Pain new. T Pain is it. cool as fuck with it because for one, we had never heard it before. For well, we had heard it, but not like on that scale. Right. T Pain took it to a pop level. Also, T Pain was the first to do it. We weren't fatigued yet. Hey Nav, hey Gunna, you guys sound the same. Why are you doing they songs together? The same. They both sound bad to me. But they don't. They don't sound the same. Even Gunna has some redeeming qualities. How many friends of yours have listened to this, dude? Bro, shout out to the fact that I have this many friends on Apple Music. A lot. Damn. Thank you to any of you guys if you're listening to this. But um, even I mean, maybe the best song on here is "Price on My Head" because it has the least amount of nav. And also, it is just a weekend song. Yeah. You know? I just want to hear this poem. It's a weekend song, you yeah. know? It has nothing to do with that. So I like... I guess I like that, but I will say the price on my head thing is a little obnoxious. So even that, the best song on here, just... I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, this, I, I added one song from this to my list. I don't know if any made this. In my list. I don't... Nav, I I keep hoping that he's going to do something different. And he's not, because why would he's he, a if computer. He's, yeah, I mean, if he's, if he's making it off of this, why would he need to? Does anybody even know? Has anyone seen Nav in concert or live or anything? Has anyone ever seen it? That's what I'm not saying. Like, I think he might video. just be like a computer program. What we want to see is somebody videotaping somebody videotaping Nav. Yeah. And then we will know I want to see real. that. Yes. Inception. Yeah, please. The inception of Nav. The inception. Oh my! You just gave him the name to his autobiography. Yeah. Um, and then a new life, a new lifetime doctor series. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> a docu series? You get a whole docu series. You know that in the video driving sober, I just don't like who I am. Have you ever seen that? No. Is that a video of him? Yeah, yeah. I've never it, seen him. Pretty much like it. Like goes the camera's like going up over his head, and it looks all deep and stuff. And could you imagine him just being like? I always wanted to be a rapper. And then just nav story. No, I don't I won't I won't tune into any of that. Me neither. 
What would you give this album, Jake? It's a zero, guys. It's a zero. No, it's, it's a, a two. It's a one. I'll give it a two. I'll give it a one. Well, okay. One seems harsh. Let me, let <laughs> give me it a look, two. Let me look back at the track list. If yeah, I can find... Can you give me five favorite songs? No, I can give you two. Okay, what are those? To My Grave and Tussin. So I'll give it... Well... No, I'll give it... The price on my head was all right. So I'll give it... I'm out For the weekend. I'll give it a three out of ten. Okay. Because I like three songs. And I like the math doesn't even really work out that way. So really, it should be like a <laughs> Quick 1.75. Math. Quick math. Everyday men's on a book. Book trees. I'm into this British rap shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's all of a sudden, he's super into grime, dude. He's going to come in here one day in like a dicky shirt and, and some I already, I've already halfway there with <laughs> Jared Carhartt. Yeah. Just come in with a Dickies jacket and a Carhartt shirt and just be Dickies like, hey, man. Nice. Hey, man. Hey, fool. What so, borough do you claim? Now, now we're both racist. <laughs> now we've lost all social credibility. Quick but, mass. Yeah, I'll, three out of ten. I'll be generous and give it a three out of ten. I'll give it a two out of ten. Also, don't mean to offend anybody. <laughs> I think most people. I love you guys. If um, we offend, all you have to do is just unsubscribe. Yeah, that's okay. Um, yeah, I would give it a two out of ten. Maybe it just was not that great. Out of these two albums, though. The one that's going to get the most attention is Nav. I get it. Yeah. He just gets a lot of attention because he gets big names on his album, I guess. I guess that's what it is. He just, I don't know. Everything I've seen him in, he just seems like such a radio person. You know? He's perfect for the radio because of the fact that he's so boring. Drake is perfect for the radio. That's true. But Drake Drake is kind of boring and washed out at this point. Yeah, it's and just it's saturated clear. because there's, I mean, the man has like all of his albums on the Billboard. He 100. has he, and he also how many albums has Drake put out in just two years, dude? It's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, a three. That's that's horrible. It could be worse, man. I think we're gonna run into a zero soon enough. <laughs> oh, uh, Vince, did Vic Mensa take that one from me? No, I don't think you, we never rated that, but I I take it that you would rate it a zero. Um, it would be close. I didn't listen to it because I just from the cover art. Gun to my head. If I had to listen to Vic Mensa or Nav, <laughs> well, that's not that's not fair because there are good Vic Mensa hey, songs. Vic and Nav, because you know what? At least then I could tune it out. What we're gonna do when this podcast is over for next week? We're gonna, this is this is we're going to start in the next episode with this when we get off. Off recording, we're uh, gonna go through. We're gonna look at every Nav song and every Vic Mensa song, and we're gonna see who has like between the two more songs you'd rather listen to. Yes, and that's how it was. Decided. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Vic Mensa's taking that though. Got to. From oh, Got to. you know what? You don't even have to do that because he has in and a tape. Yeah, that his first mixtape. When he was doing the Chance the Rapper flow, yeah, the even the one with where he got not super, not the one with the the target on his chest, the one after that, there were glimpses of. I, I hated that album. I, there were about four songs I liked on that. You and and um, Jalen were the ones that listened to that album together. Yeah, I mean, I, I still like it. There, I'll go back to it and play a few songs. We reviewed that one. I but still, can't I think one song off. Even of it. if you eliminate the first tape, I still think you'd be able to find some Vic Mensa songs. Um, the better. one with Kanye. Yeah, maybe it would flip. It'd be maybe reverse for me and you. Maybe you'd have a few more Nav, and I'd have a few more Vic. Yeah, maybe. I think it's. I but if know. you had to put me through glimmers of hope or glimmers of talent, 
Uh, Vic Mensa, Vic by Mensa, far, yeah. is more talented Absolutely. than Nav, at Absolutely. least in, in my opinion. Nav doesn't, he doesn't sound like anything for me to determine whether or not he's talented. And if he even just proved to us that he was human. Yeah, that would be cool, too. If you could just prove you're not an android. <laughs> like, if you could just, hey, can you just show me in your uh, off-white hoodie if there's an oil canister Please in there? Please just cut yourself on a video, and if you bleed, <laughs> you'll know. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, if, if you can just prick your finger for me. Yeah, diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think it. Travis Scott had that guy in part of his visuals on oh. during the concert. Oh, I don't know what for. I don't know if he's part of that. That's so like weird. Houston culture because he he always was dressed Southern looking. <laughs> Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I think he was born in North Carolina. Was he? I don't know. Yeah. I just, just thought it was odd that I, I saw he's him. More of a Carolina native. Diabetes. Yeah, maybe somebody slipped me a funny cigarette and I was seeing stuff. I don't know. Uh-huh. You slipped yourself. <laughs> I didn't slip myself a funny cigarette. Somebody slipped me a funny cigarette. <laughs> Jake's the kind of dude buys roofies and roofies himself. I thought it would be fun. Isn't that what he said in the Hangover? I thought it would be fun. Oh. Man, that's sad that we're, we're getting to the albums that are threes. It's not sad. No, I never, I never would have thought that we'd come to the Rich, day where I'd compare those two. Let's talk about Rich the Kid's album real quick. What I want to say that Rich the Kid has over both of these albums. Genuine, he seems original, at least to a little bit. He is the French Montana of this generation. Okay. He is able to... This, first of all, his verses are nothing overtly offensive. His hooks are pretty catchy. Uh, but it's the features that really make yeah. his songs and really blow up. Can and keep him on the billboard. Right, and that's because French Montana was in with Rick Ross. He was in with Drake. He was in with... Um, Rick Ross, Drake. I mean, Wayne. Drake! Drake! <laughs> there was another big one that he was always with. Oh, DJ Khaled. D- DJ Khaled. He's not a rapper. He's just <laughs> Another a... big one he was also with. Congratulations. You played. Another yourself. legend, obviously. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I mean, that's a, I, maybe because he was not really a rapper. That's why I wasn't clicking in my head. Yeah. Uh, DJ. But that's three huge. I mean, still huge names now. But three huge names. Rich the kid has. Rich has collab. Rich the kid has collaborated Kendrick. with Kendrick, um, Meek Mill. He's collaborated with Trippy Red. Him and Trippy Red have a couple of songs together. I think Gucci Mane. I think that would be a safe bet. Um, I mean, obviously the the features he had Young Thug, Young Thug, um, Big Rich. Sean. Who was the other one on with Big Sean? Rich the Mid. Um, hang on, I'm gonna pull it up. One second. I can't remember. I gotta look at that. Big Sean and Offset. That's Offset was, was Offset's good. That was good. That was a good song. That was a good song. Fuck Offset's it. We're gonna best. Fuck Migo. it. Let's review Rich the Kid's album too. Offset's or, the best. Migo. Hands down. Out of, on this album. There was a song that I added on here that I actually just enjoyed myself, and it had no features on it. Let me pull, let me pull it up right now. You're saying it was a no feature, no feature, Rich, Rich the Kid song. song that I enjoyed. All right. Uh, save that. Save that was a song on here that I enjoyed. I think it, oh, it was because of the recorder. Okay, I do remember that sample. Yeah. That sample's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds like something you could do like. In your bedroom. Yeah. And he doesn't sound bad on it. No, you know? he, he say, you like to a. Like, I don't listen to enough Rich the Kid that if I was like just listening, I was like, oh man, that's Rich the Kid. Like you could do with Kendrick or right. Cole, somebody with a very distinct voice. He has a very similar voice 
to the other artists that are out right now. So it's not super distinguishable, he, but it is original. He does have more. He he talk. He had just like certain. I don't know if it's like he just keeps in the, his tongue in the back of his mouth or something. It made. I mean, the deep south because he is from Atlanta, correct? Right. I mean, like deep south in South Carolina and in Georgia have that kind of slur, almost yeah. like Savannah. It's weird. So like, I can definitely tell a Rich the Kid song. Like, if you ever heard people from it. Savannah talk, that's very similar to his like mm-hmm. the way he enunciates. I'm not that far down south, you know. I just I have family in Ocala, but Ocala, Florida. Shout out. But. I also enjoyed uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Miguel sounded yeah. amazing on this album. Well, that's both like huge voice features. Yeah, in, in hip hop, Ty Dolla Sign outshined Miguel in this out in that. Ty Dolla Sign has way, a crazy voice. I don't know why his albums aren't as good as his features. I think he is a radio artist too. He gets a lot of. He seems to get a lot of hits. Or not radio artists. I can't even say that anymore. He's you remember a, that when he's that just was a, a good feature thing, dude? Yeah. He, yeah, he's just a feature artist. Yeah. So I only get bits and pieces of Ty Dolla Sign, and I'm never disappointed. Young Thug and Young Thug 2 were on a song together. Yeah. A.K.A. Gunna. He definitely did tone down his Young Thug. Uh, Which I don't think he should. It's confusing as fuck. Yeah. He didn't... They, you could definitely tell who was who on that feature. And Young Thug may have checked him on it and said, quit. <laughs> Not while well, I'm Wayne did track. it to him. Yeah. Well, did he? Did he? Nah, he kind of stopped. I think. I think, I think the, Young Thug just found the, the sound. Yeah, I think the Lil Wayne emulating is of the past. For no, sure. I think Young Thug just found the sound. But Nav was horrible on this too. Um, he sounds. This is the most generic Nav actually has ever sounded. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. What is he? Android. We we need to make uh, Nav is my favorite cyborg uh, shirts or something. They <laughs> they take off, but yeah. So Nav's feature was boring. T- Lil Pump was very toned down, and that was kind of an yeah. underwhelming track. I, I didn't so. care for that track. He has another. Doesn't he have another song with Takeoff? Yeah. Um, I I'm sure he does. But what pisses me off is you get the most boring Mega, and then you have a toned down Lil Pump on the same track. What most the fuck? <laughs> you take off his most boring Mego. Oh, hands down. He's, hands. Not, he's like all the way down here. What left off better bullshit? What did you Take off would be a better, like, he'd be a good, like, preacher. I, I've said this on the podcast before. You know why his name is Take Off? Why? Because the A&Rs and all the, the mixers <laughs> always say, Take Off. Click. I just, he's not memorable to me. He's very boring. And like I said, I, if I if I get a little pump song, I want him to go crazy. Yeah. Uh, Vori, whoever the fuck you are, that was a corny song. That ring ring, I thought that was kind of corny. Um, didn't know who Vori was. Don't want to know who he is after I heard that either. Um, shout out to Jake's Apple Watch because he's richer than me. Um, oh, it's it's this deep breathing thing. Breathe. It's, a, it's an app. Like it tells oh, you like to like take, some, take a breath. Take a moment. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Shout out to mindfulness if you guys don't partake in that. A Boogie's feature on Like Mike was uh, interesting. He was talking about eating a pussy from head to toe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Makes about as much sense as Young Thug's verse in Nav's album. At least his wasn't about incest. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, in that culture, they call like... Friend, like family have, friends that I are mothers and family friends. I have an I uncle that's on. not an uncle. I don't fuck him, but <laughs> I wanted to suck his D. <laughs> I 
right? Um, I didn't want. I don't want to suck anybody's <laughs> dick. To I didn't clean. know that he was on Interscope until I, yeah. I downloaded this. Rich the kid, and that um, makes sense with he the has Kendrick. A, he has an imprint on yeah, there. That makes sense with the Kendrick collab. You're right. Like Kendrick may have been like, okay, I'm kind of feeling this kid. There are people that say Rich avenue. the kid is kind of an industry plant. Uh, I think as much as French Montana, you know. They, well, he blew up right with like Famous Dexter. At the, they, famous they, Dex. Yeah. yeah uh, famous Dex is signed to Rich the Kid. Yeah. So, I mean, they kind of came up together. <sighs> that song, Japan, if you guys haven't heard that, heard that one. one of the hardest songs in the world. One of the, one of the coolest. Um, famous Dex has a psychedelic vibe to his music. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Comethazine. Yeah. Very similar. No, that's a, a the little feel I get more. listening to it. I could see that, but but Japan was more just like fun, you know? Baby girl, what you doing? Where you man? It was so fun and just cool, man. I, I like Famous Dex. Out of, the, out of the three that we talked about, this is the front runner for me, I think. Yeah, this is my favorite out of the three albums. It also was the one that I could see uh, not going back to, but maybe for maybe finding some songs on here that I would you know put into rotation or a playlist something like that uh big Sean's verse was surprisingly good yeah there was the little like moment of like a very Drake sound mm-hmm. but they did come up in the same time they were very similar at one point to so me, I, can, I don't that one didn't bother me too I don't much. think that's a knock anymore for big Sean because he's He's been doing it long enough to where I think they were coming up together. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's biting. This is obviously just his sound. At yeah, this and, point. and Drake obviously has done better at it. Yeah, I mean, look at the numbers. Yeah, and, yeah I don't think Big Sean, like most of the other good music artists, they don't really care about the the stardom. No, no, except for Travis. Yeah, but he's really he's not into it. But tensions, I don't think, are too good. <laughs> oh really? The Kanye and Travis Camp, but he's making. I mean, he's. I don't think he's. His well, he's married to a billionaire. So that's true. He can yeah. go tell everybody to suck a dick. Yeah. Um, Are they but, married? They're not married. So there's no his one baby mom is no a billionaire. One no one knows. His baby mom is a billionaire. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Well, Fuck you, my baby. That mom shows you that he still cares about music. Yeah. You think don't... if you'd lock that up? I don't know, dude. Travis is just a creative person, but Rich the Kid. Is also kind of cool, I guess. He's just, he's not something that you could, that was terrible. He's kind of cool, I guess. No, he's somebody that you, if you haven't heard of him before, I think the best song for me is Early Morning Trappin' mm-hmm. with um, Trippy Red. I think that's that's actually an example of where Rich the Kid is doing just as well as his feature. And also New Freezer is pretty good with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Even though that is a recycled yeah. verse from Big Shot. Yeah. Black Anybody Panther. inside outside? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Didn't even mean to play that. The Tory Lane's uh, track was kind of boring, though. As are most. Tory Lane sounds like Chris Brown on that song. Almost exactly. As are most. Yeah, true. I'll tell you, the, honest to God, the only Tory Lane's like, feature that I even like is the, the track he had on 6ix9ine's album. I like this first album. Uh, but I never went back to it. I do remember thinking it was okay. Social media has just shown how talented like some people can be. And when you have... I'm not saying Rich the Kid is talented. Most of these rappers that are out that were kind of trashing, we're not saying they're not talented. Mm-hmm. But in this era, you Nav have to be doing... Nav is not talented. I'm saying that. Nav is not talented. Nav is not talented. You have to be different. And when you just have this much exposure, you have to be... No more pencil. <laughs> you have to be excellent. Yes. 
And that's, I mean, it's like a double-edged sword. Rich the Kid, man, he, I would recommend this album over any of the two if you like modern trap. The features here are, are exceptional. So if you even just by name recognition alone, this album's worth giving a listen. 16 tracks is, is more than what I normally uh, enjoy. But I will say I didn't really feel it, you know. Yeah. Because each song was short enough. It was forty-five minutes. Yeah. It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. Overall, I'd give this album probably a five and a half. Hmm. I'd give it a five. Okay. Four. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. My favorite songs off of here, the ones that I would recommend, are Two Cups. Um, Toast out with it. Um. For keeps to another domain. That's beautiful. Uh, fall, th- no, not fall through. I forgot that that one song that I had put in my Save playlist. That. Save, Save that. that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and um, world is yours too. The intro is pretty good too. So. I liked the the song with Ty Dolla Sign, Two Cups, Offset, and Big Sean. Oh yeah, fall well, through two. just just for Young Thug. Okay. That's that's, that's about it. The only reason I tuned in. Yeah. Yeah, guys. I mean. I can't believe we got three albums done in that amount of time. Well, I mean, if we're talking about an album like Shit For Your Eyes Only, we could have I talked went back an hour and a half about And that album wasn't that good from J. Cole. No. But and there's that much content to talk right. about. There was a lot. And I remember we had to be, we were just a lot more long, long-formed about those albums because yeah. there's so much more to say. But with these albums nowadays... You can pump out twenty minute. You would be, we would have no listeners if we went like remember the first album was Common's album, right? Black America again. We went track for track and talked about yeah. each track. Yeah, you would you'd zone out. Well, we'd be done in twenty minutes because yeah. there wouldn't we wouldn't have said much more than we already said. <laughs> Pretty good, kind of boring. Good hook, kind of boring. Good yeah. hook, kind of boring. Yeah, over and over again. Exactly, eighteen tracks, thirty six tracks. However many fucking tracks we just reviewed, but. None of these albums are going into my rotation regularly. I'm still listening to Juice World's album. I'm still listening to uh, Lil um, Sky's album. Uh, listening to mainly a whole lot of. Let me see what else we got here. This is the Watch Your Spinning segment. Yeah, so we, just we just jump right we in. We segue into it so perfectly. That was beautiful. Schoolboy Q's Num Num Juice still going strong. And also, dude, hey, guys, if you like death metal, honestly, an album that I enjoyed, I enjoy the fuck out of this album, dude. And I don't listen to metal music. I'm not a big metal head. But um, it's called Samsara by Venom Prison. Intense. Just intense. I'll have to look it up. I fuck with it. I'm not a huge death metal fan. I mean, I like metal and I like, like heavy metal, rock. It's it's interesting, and it was just a weird listen, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. But sometimes, like I said, with just so much the volume of rap you and I listen to, sometimes it's good to just cleanse your palate yeah. a little bit with something that is not hip hop. Yeah, a supermarket I think is going to be a good yes, coffee I, bean. Like I'm people that are that big right into now. wines and stuff, wine are huge on smelling coffee beans between tastings because it cleanses the palate. Yes. I think Supermarket will be a very good coffee bean effect. Yeah, I agree because it's 13 tracks, 49 minutes. I don't... Should we review that one? We can. Well, let's... We need to listen to it first because we don't know too much about it. If we do the book, we'll do that together. 
Because um, I think they're kind of supposed to be experienced together. I, that's why I think I've been really liking that that playlist that Virgil Abloh did for Apple Music. Right. Because it's a lot like it's. I'll just read a few of the artists that's on it: John Coltrane, Miles Davis, uh, Common, The Roots, More Common. Um, Let's see, Black Star. That's why you like it so much. Yeah, most deaf. So it was. It had a lot of classic, classics, and then hip hop, and it blended it very well. And it does like we're talking about. It just listen to something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just added a few little things. Um, J Cole's song "Middle Child." I, we we just I think that came out like right during my move, so yeah. we didn't have this set up. We weren't putting out episodes as as quickly as we are now. We'll have to talk about that on the next episode. Middle Child. Middle Child. Have you listened to that by J. Cole? Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I mean, I heard it on the radio. I didn't really subscribe to it when it first came out. Right. But it kind of... It, it hits you? Well, it resonates because you see all of what he's doing, like with all these young rappers, and he's talking about Let's how talk he's... talk about it right yeah. now, dude. Fuck it. Well, have you seen the video? Uh-uh. So he's got... Um, he's, he's talking about how the money that he's making doesn't really matter. And he, in the video, he drives like a brand new Bentley SUV like into this mud and he's spinning donuts. Um, he's talking about like, who's your favorite rapper? Talking about like, who's the famous, who's your famous rapper out now? I want to collab with him. And up on his fireplace, they were like, you know how you mount a deer, you mount it to that wooden plaque. Well, it was just these like new age looking rappers. Like they had different color hair, like all the piercings and tattoos. Right. And he, he was just talking about how like he's just, He's like this. He says that one of the lines is, "I'm big bro and little bro at once." Mm. And he says something. And he said, "I just left the studio with Twenty One Savage. I'm about to meet Jika for lunch." Oh, okay. Like, what he's doing now, collaborating with all these like trap rappers, he is going to. That's the song with the horns, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> very, and he has a very trap sound in it, especially in the hook. Um, and he sort of had a little bit of trap sound on KOD. Because I was kind of hesitant at first. We talked about this when we reviewed that album. The first track, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this album if it's all sounding this way. Right. I think it was just the irony of using trap music to basically condemn it is what J. Cole was doing. I think he's he's condemning the lifestyle. Yes, that's what I mean. Of the rappers. But he's still going to collaborate with them in in his his comment about Big Bro and Lil Bro. He is going to cement himself. He's rev- he's revelant with old heads in hip hop, mm-hmm. and now he's gonna start resonating with these younger kids. He still comes off though as corny. <sighs> so I don't know. So people, I promise you, that's still gonna be the knock against J Cole, especially people that listen to Lil Pump and Young Thug and. Well, yeah, the kids are gonna say yeah, he's corny. That's what I mean. But you, he may win but over the some... internet now, man. It's not kids anymore because we don't know who the fuck's behind that screen anymore. No. You know, I mean, it, if the internet makes a meme about you, then you're just it. It goes into your personal profile. Like no. he's corny. You know. I don't know. Drake's kind of overcome the. Drake now is the Nickelback thing. of rap. Yeah, that's the new meme about him. Well, which he'll, he'll grow as successful and just keep rolling over. I I hope he just puts out another album. Like if you're reading this, we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, Middle Child. I think I'm, I'm curious to see what the album is going to look like. And he even said like that he's not planning on stopping anytime soon. I like this because this this to me leads up to something that I think is more the spiritual successor of 2014 Force Hills Drive. Yeah. Based on how he's talking, this just feels to me more like J. Cole's coming out. Before, K.O.D. is a good album. Well, back then, he was he was in, I don't want to say the limelight, but he was on social well, media. He was, on, sort of. he was like, I'm on, on the goat type yes. shit. 
So I'm hoping with this album, this track that he's going to go back to that because uh, 2014 Four Cell Drive is one of the best hip hop hip hop albums of the past in the in the past ten years especially because and it hasn't aged a day in a lot of aspects. Um, I I really forget how great that album is, but whenever I go back to it, there's always it's 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 so positive. It's a lot of just calling out the industry like he does now. He really does just maintain that, you know, um, sticking to his roots and being right. who he is. Uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive, is a, it was a great album. And with him talking like this, I just think it, this will be closer to what he was talking about yeah. back then. Then KOD, which is, is, again, condemning the usage of drugs and the difficulties of using drugs and uh, political and socioeconomic impacts of drugs on certain communities is was also addressed in that album. Um, very, he's a very impactful artist, and I I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Even when I give uh, Jalen shit about like about loving J Cole as much. I mean, as I mean, I can go back to any J Cole project and and enjoy it. I I can't do that for Born Center or the one before that. Um, that first album, I just can't. I like the Drake song. On I that. think it's be- it's because you discovered J Cole after. No, no, I, I discovered him when that album came out, and I did not like it. See, I enjoyed it back then. And I, I think that's why I. I like Mister Nice Watch. That, that was, was good. you go back and look mixtape J Cole. Yeah. Yeah. The industry. I will say the industry. I, I hate. I hate it because it's Jay Z, and Jay Z is a legend in hip hop. But Jay Z did sort of shelf him for a little while. And that may have made him who he is. That may have kind of given J. Cole the bitterness towards the the industry and sort of kind of given him a chip on his shoulder. He just has more clout now, I think, because he's making bigger moves. Yeah, because the the man met Jay-Z twice before Jay-Z ever did shit for him. Yeah. So So, uh, so I've been listening to Middle Child a lot. I'm excited to see what's going to come out. After I know he has been collaborating with a lot of these younger artists and has he's putting out some great features. Yes. 2019 and the end of 2018 has been hot for 2018 was crazy. I was like, what is she doing? No one knew. It was out of nowhere. Um, I added Apple's Essentials for Action Bronson. So much potential in Action Bronson. He just loves food and TV too much. He, well, he and makes by a TV, lot of fucking Yeah, money. by TV, I mean like his TV shows, obviously. He's, I'm not saying he just sits He's such a good personality, yeah. too. I mean, to me, Action Bronson, he, it's, it's a shame if he were just a rapper. You know, because he has such a big personality and a great camera presence. Yeah. But I want him to rap. You know? I don't think we'll ever hear like what we heard post Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. And in that and prolific run he was on before that. Jesus yeah. Christ. There's so much old action Bronson. If you guys haven't listened yeah. to anything, the essentials makes the essentials thing will be a good bridge. Like that. Yeah. Um, he really does have a lot more music than Chief Keef Essentials. Chief Keef is like is bang, hang on he's is bang, bang Bang on there or yes. is it not? No, it is. No, no, let me hear it. Bang Bang or Gang Gang? No, Bang Bang. Nope. Oh wait, 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 wait. go back. Is that maybe how you got the name mixed up? Go down. My wait, play that. My baby, go back. It's from that album, but oh. it, it, that's not the song. Um, it's called Bang Bang. He's, we've said this before. He's got a very like Lil B kind of following. He does. Like, it's a very like cult following. Like me. Yeah. Like I, I love like Chief Keef. That except that album he did with um, Zaytoven. It's actually, dude, my sister liked it. 
I nothing about the beginning intrigued me at Dude, all. Dude, my sister was like, "Oh, what's this?" And I go, "Chief Keef." And she was like, "Yeah, it's crazy." Um, I live. I'm telling you, I, that Old Town Road. I've been playing that, and I don't know why. I don't either. I just hear it in memes. Um, I did go back and listen to some ASAP Rocky. I was talking the other night, and I was saying that ASAP Rocky just pisses me off sometimes because he can be such a great rapper, and then sometimes it's just. I love shit. Test. I love testing. I, so I went. I, I can't get with testing. I, I, not, I don't know if maybe that'll grow my, on me. Dude, my friend told me after he tried, um, after he uh, took some mind enhancing substances, he played that album and was just. He said, "I liked it before, but I really just love it now." See, I can't get with it. I, I, I was like, album. and the person we were talking to, she says, "It's not ASAP Rocky's not bad." I said, "No, he's just inconsistent." So I was Which like, people have said I said, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll I'll go back, and I did. I went back and listened to Live Long ASAP and At Long Last ASAP. Allah's one of the best albums ever. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm sorry, not Can ever, but it, it's his, uh, what I mean is his. Oh my albums. god, um, it's that yes, prime, it's that prime luxury rap, dude. Like every song, when when ASAP Rocky raps, dude, it, it sounds to me like rapping yourself in velvet or like some really expensive shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what what brought this whole like no I need to go back was potato salad. It came on. I was just in my car and I was like, damn, I wish he would rap. I need I need a Wang Sap. I need that Wang Sap album so bad, dude. If if they if that album doesn't come out, I'll be so sad, dude. Who knows? So that's what I've been listening to. Um, Tyler got mad at ASAP about that though. He said that he announces shit without thinking about it because Tyler's like, well now everybody's hyped up for this project that is not. We were not. They said he said we had a couple of songs together. We didn't have a full fucking album, right? Which uh, so yeah, maybe we'll never get it. Who knows? That'd be so cool if we did get it. I don't know. Something that big that'd be kind of like Earl Wolf. I don't know if I'd want to hear it. Earl Wolf was like the thing in high school. Yeah, Um, that's just too. Huge names and like they're very perfectionist. I don't see how it would work. We got Watch the Throne, which a lot of people still love. I think you still love that album, don't you? Watch the Throne or no? Did not age well. It has not aged well. Not to me. Otis is still good. Um, Made in America with Frank Ocean is still Church good. Church in the Wild. Yes, no Church in the Wild. Um, Ham. I don't know that one. It was a hard, hard as a motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one. That's that's really about it. Okay. But for an album from that, from well, it's I'm no, almost ten years old, dude. Yeah, there were better albums than that. That's true. Sure. Um, no, I just think they're too big of perfectionists. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I could get with it. Maybe I could see more likely. I could see ASAP and Tyler than I could uh, Earl and Tyler. Oh, yeah, in, in the stage now because I, I think yeah. that the. I think, and also Earl is so far gone at this point. And yeah, from that. He's putting out, he's putting out a shit, man, that, like, is is really, he's something. He's special. Like, yeah. You, if you guys haven't listened to his album, um, some rap songs, and you are into, if you just want something difficult, like something to chew on, put that album on. And also something that you just will get something out of time and time again. Yeah. It's also short, too, so. Even if you don't like it, you won't have to experience it for too long. That's true. All right. Anything else? You got anything for the good note? I jumped 16 points on a test after working 
and going to school, working two jobs and going to school. Yeah, I was going to cut you off earlier and say, hold, wait on for your results for the good number. Yes. So Hakeem already gave you like his results and yeah. what, what's been working for I got an 81 on this test, dude, and the last two tests I needed 65 on. And also for you guys that don't know, I'm trying to get into grad school. So for me, getting a B in this class is pretty much essential. And for a while, it just seemed so unlikely. But now I'm three points away. And also, she says that she's gonna crave, curve the grades. Right. So, and also, I was I've been emailing some uh, schools out of state, and they're just kind of telling me, yeah, based on what you have, I mean, if you get, we don't look too much into uh, the GRE scores. They said like about middle of the road. Right. And if your GPA is in in like three, four, three, five range, you know, you're good. And I, and to me, it's becoming more real. So. That's something I'm pu- I'm pumped about, you know. So something more to look forward to. Again, a small a small goal like just passing that test has a lot of ripple effects for me and what's coming, you know, in the future. A little selfish of a good note, but it's a good note for me. Yeah, I don't I don't think I really have one. I mean, the the trip to Charlotte this past weekend was really good. Yeah. Uh, did you good. feel like Did you feel like it was good to get away from Greenville for a little bit? Yeah, but Charlotte is so similar to Greenville. Yeah. It's, pretty, like, it's pretty much it's so too close I mean, by. It was crazy. Like we we pull up to the Spectrum Center and it's in like downtown Charlotte. Right. And it, even traffic in Greenville was worse. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I said, what big city can you drive around in like <laughs> this? I said, in Atlanta, you can't get anywhere. The buildings are crazy though. Like yeah. for me, like you know, we're not around like buildings like that. You know, yeah. Greenville doesn't have any fucking skyscrapers or anything no. like that. But there's like this one place I get to uh, in downtown Charlotte, like right smack dab in the middle, and I feel like I'm literally like claustrophobic. Yeah, you almost can't see it because yeah. you look up and it's just like it's just still buildings. Going. Like yeah. I can't that level of like we're used to fields out here, guys. Like I see a lot of trees. I hit a fucking deer in two weeks <laughs> yeah. or a month ago. Um, yeah, so going to a city, man, those buildings could feel a little claustrophobic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was it was good. I mean, it was really only out of the city for like 36 You hours. just wanted Travis Scott. Yeah, we would But was that... You said that's going to be one of the greatest shows of all time, and you were there in person. Yeah. We went... We left Sunday. The concert was Sunday, so we went up, saw the concert, stayed, and then uh, Monday we just went... Went saw us. So if you if you seen us yet? No, dude. Okay. Well, I, when you see I'm it, I'm so we'll talk sorry about to it. to Brian and Wade, man. I canceled on them all weekend because I was so focused on passing this test. So guys, at least it wasn't for nothing, you know. I got I got a fucking beat. If on y'all go test. again, yeah, let me know. You wanna go? I want to go see it. Again. Yeah, we'll we'll probably go. Um, yeah. So I saw that. It was a very good movie. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, I'll see, let you I know was... what theater we're going okay. to. I don't want to say it on air in case we get our fans coming. <laughs> Because I'll react like Kanye when he says, hey, Kanye, good morning. Fuck you. Shut the fuck up. This is what you'll get. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. My God. While we're talking, just this is going to be the last final thing. This is kind of a good note. Something I I took from the concert. Yeah. We're sitting there like, and I did do this. If if I don't know if you saw my Snapchat, I was having issues trying to get everything on Snapchat. I didn't see like you post anything about. Okay, it. so I, like I got there, I posted a picture of the head. I put up Sheck West rapping a I little bit part. on that, and then when Travis came out, like I had to flex on Snapchat. Like I, I saw you post like the back of the head. That's the only yeah. post I saw. Maybe the maybe the one didn't upload. Yeah. But anyway, I was like, okay. I got to flex on Snapchat so everybody knows about yeah. the Travis Scott concert. But if you know Travis Scott, he's not big on phones at the concert. Yeah. 
So he came out, I put the little snippet up, and I literally did not take my phone out for the rest of the concert. That's awesome. Um, but you felt but, more, it's more yes, memorable. Yes, you're more in tune. Yes. I'm not looking at my, I'm not watching it through a phone. If I wanted to watch it through a phone, I would just watch a video of, on YouTube. Or yeah. Something. But a girl a few rows behind me was like, oh my God, we are clo- so close to the stage. If, if I just see Travis Scott, I don't know what I'll do. And I'm thinking to myself, like, that's just a human being. Like, you don't understand, like, when you go up and you're, like, just, like, gushing in front of these people, yeah. that they don't take, like, admiration to that. Most It's people. weird to them. I mean, yeah. especially for him. I mean, like, if little kids would come up to, like, grown celebrities, like, that's different. Like, okay, that, that's a child that people, has noticed me. But, I mean, dude, like, if I met Wayne now, I'd probably, like, I'm not saying I'd shit my pants, well, look, but I wouldn't be able to talk. I would just if I met Wayne, I'd be like, man, you don't know what your music did for I'd me as like, a kid. Do you do you understand that I I don't. I had three posters of you on my wall? Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> no, I, I wore a free Wheezy shirt. Yeah, and I had the poster. There's a pastor here in Greenville. I wrote, I wrote you, and I had the poster. There's a pastor here in Greenville that knows the pastor that married Kanye. And Kim, yes. and at one point was talking about like maybe us going to meet them, and that's what brought this whole like philosophy philosophy mm-hmm. with celebrities to me. Like I was thinking, like what what do I say if I were to ever meet Kanye? Thank you for everything. Yeah, like honestly, if if I were to have ever had the opportunity to meet X, like in the position I'm in oh now, I would be like, dude, you have no idea how much your music right. had meant to me. Because we're fans. Dude. Yeah, we're friends. Fans so that's of what music. I'm thinking. Like. That's just a human being. They yeah. want to be treated like one. Right. And what? In this kind of click Does again. Does Kanye want to be treated like a human being? I think now, yeah. I think he Wayne has... doesn't. He's not a human being. Oh my Part God. three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be treated like a Martian. I I agree with what you're saying though. But it resonated with me again last night. Out. Do you remember the episode of Seinfeld, where they are at the Tonight Show? And Jerry is getting interviewed for The Tonight Show. And George is telling the other two guests of The Tonight Show, like, backstage, what they should do in, like, their profession. Like, why what they're doing is wrong. Right. And they come out and they, like, bash him on The Tonight Show. Like, this fat, bald guy behind stage was trying to tell me how to do X, Y, Z. And I'm thinking, like, that is really how people act with these people. And you wonder why Conor McGregor smacks phones out of people's hand and Kanye curses at paparazzi. Just treat them like humans. Mm-hmm. But we don't because yeah. they have a lot of money and a lot of social status, and humans are fucky. That right. But yeah, as far as good note, that's just something I took from the concert. Yeah, was, just treat everybody like a human. Yeah, and not and don't be so caught up in celebrity, which is another thing that we should learn from social media. Don't get too caught up in it. Don't take us that seriously, even. Just nope. have fun. Listen to us. Enjoy us. Let us know what you guys thought of the podcast at HLHPO. Just say you love us. Just say hi. Follow us. We'll probably follow you back. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your granny. Yeah, tell everybody. Let us know if what we, you think. Yeah, if we review a Drake album, your granny will be so happy. She'll, yeah, she'll definitely listen Drake's to Drake's for the grandmas. Oh, we... I was asking... Je- oh, let us know about this, dude. We need to do a poll or something. Either... Um, Drake ranking Drake albums worst to best, or fuck what else could we, we did do? Lil Wayne already? Uh, yeah, we already we did Wayne in the YouTube days. We did <laughs> Wayne in the YouTube to best. days. Um, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but I I think I wouldn't mind doing a Drake worst to best. Drake <laughs> and Soldier Boy Drake? worst to best. <laughs> All of it worst. Maybe Young to Tug. Best. 
That'd be a good one. Because yeah, the worst, the best. Yeah, because our list will be different. Like with Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. I think we could argue with each other to a point to maybe where one would bend on like a few. Yeah. But with Young Thug, I think it's gonna be pretty. It's different, different because because I introduced Jake to Young Thug. Well, hold up. I was playing all. You were not feeling the him trap for a guy. while. You were he not was on feeling trap him guy. for a while. Well, he was just a a, a shitty rapper. But you, when he was on yeah, trap you guy. didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm the one. who was like, no, Jake. No, you. I'll be honest. You told me about Barter Six. Yeah. But the Drake, the even the Drake one might be different for us. Yeah. Oh, the Drake one most definitely. And the reason why I'm saying either or is because we could do two, but. Really, that's, I want to take our hard. time with with those albums, especially with an artist like Drake with such a rich history. But yeah, let us know either uh, Drake or Young Thug, and then if you don't let us know, we'll just decide ourselves. Yep. Fuck it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, follow us at HLHPO. Uh, you have anything to plug? Nope. God bless you, and have a good night. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Hooks Lines of Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. We really want to hear from you guys. So follow us on Twitter. Let us know how we can better serve you. Thanks for the support. And until next time, see y'all.